too many bears, a lot of sports. Podcasting from Chicago, you're listening to Pass the Mic with Nucci, Quasi, and Digits. Hello and welcome to episode 65 of Pass the Mic. It's April 4th, 2019. Alright, well... Uh, I love how you got confused <laughs> on the year. I know. <laughs> Did you say 2015? Because I was going to say 4-4-2019, four, four, but uh. then that's why I said... Once I said April 4th, I was like, oh, I should have said 4-4. Four, four. Well, uh, we got the March Madness episode. We're down to the final four. Final four. Like a couple of unexpected teams, you know, in there. We'll we'll get into that. It's uh, been a pretty good tournament. It, it's I think, been so a far. great tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, uh, and then we'll jump right into hot topics. We got like, uh, we'll talk about the Jordan Howard trade, uh, some Aaron Rodgers juicy news that uh, uh, Mike put out earlier today. Uh, the AAF folding, and uh, of course we'll get into some MLB opening week talk as opening well. Opening week of baseball, yeah, like, better yeah. for some than others. Yeah, it's it's still early. Like a lot I know, of games have been played. I know I some club fans are panicking, but like I think it's still said early. a lot of games have been played. No, yeah. no, I mean just in general. I was I was talking with Seven digits games, yesterday. Yeah, I was yeah. like. No, but I was I was surprised. Like it didn't feel like yeah, that the MLB had started so long where it's like, oh wait, they've already played yeah. like seven, know. eight games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's of course yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, we'll get into our onions and reasons to end the show. Like uh, I don't have them, but I'm sure I'll get them before the end of the show. Sounds uh, good. Yeah, I need to make an immediate announcement. Yes. I'm sorry if I uh, moving a little slow today. That's before fine. I came here, I ate a enormous meatball sub. From Nona and Fermentos, and it was delicious. But is that on a, on a old run Randolph? It's on Randolph and Morgan, yeah. yeah they, their meatball I'm, sub is huge. It's delicious. But right now, I feel like they, a, you put Jardinera on there, or no? They got like uh, pickled vegetables in it. Oh. Uh, like, uh, but it tastes really good. But man, I feel is this like a, a paid advertisement. We should let our listeners know. We should. <laughs> Stuff if it's to the not, gills. then you should tell them to uh, supply food at next episode. Oh, yeah. I'm a five. You know what? I'll uh, in a two pound bag. I'll pick it up for the next episode on or on uh, before we get started. So, like, I'll be that'll be, that'll I'll be, be a couple weeks out. I'll, I'll be job. Uber Eats. Yeah, Uber Eats. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, why don't we jump into our March Madness talk? Like, uh, you know, uh, we got two exciting games. Like Michigan State taking on Texas Tech. Uh, Virginia taking on uh, Auburn. Virginia, you know, they got eliminated last year in the first round. And they almost got eliminated this year. They almost did this year, too. It was scary. I'll just say before we get in the actual Final Four talk. Oh, like Elite Eight was good, yeah. This has been a a great tournament. I mean, the tournament's generally good, but there's been a lot of good games, a lot of overtime games. Uh, not like a whole lot of upsets until the very end. I mean, Texas Tech and Auburn, if you had those two guys in your Final Four, you're winning. Yeah, yeah pretty, you're gonna pretty win much the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but those last rounds, I mean, uh, uh, Virginia versus Purdue, yeah, that yeah, was an that exciting was, oh, game. Oh, wow, this is a three-point shootout by like uh, a couple of guards for the Carson Edwards Carson and uh, Edwards, Kyle the, Guy. The guy, if, if you guys seen that, that's a guy that – Potentially projected to go to the Bulls. That guy was shooting lights four, out, forty-five ball, points. Right? Yeah, yeah. And the Kyle guy was lighting it up too for Virginia. That guy was doing good. Yeah. Um, I mean, one I of think the ugliest shooters. I not not physically, but like just his form. <laughs> physically, like, his form. One of the ugliest dudes toward, I've ever. Sam Cassell, ugly. No, yeah. No. I mean, Edwards had like <laughs> Edwards. Edwards is the only player who scored in double digits for Purdue. He had forty-two points for them last week. He, yeah, he oh, he's the only player who had like double digits for Purdue. He needed to pass the ball a little. Yeah, like, we were all watching it together. Once, well, first of all, you know, kudos end. to Virginia for 
having five seconds left on the clock and the composure to to throw it back to some guy and then the guy to hit it with about a second yeah. and a half left. That blonde I mean, fucker. That that was the that was the closest. <laughs> oh yeah, I know that was. Dude, like yeah. it literally left his fingertip and that the scoreboard I, went red. Yeah, to have to have like that, that was that, probably the best like, game of the of the weekend. That, that was yeah. unbelievable. But I mean, you had you had three Duke games in a row. Yeah, that yeah. came down to it. They could have lost to UCF. They could have lost to. Uh, Michigan State, and then like no. the, well, they did well, lose to Michigan, Michigan State, no, State team yeah. just before the team before him. the one that should have won after off that tip, and then they missed. Oh yeah, Virginia Tech. Is that Virginia Tech? Yeah, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech, Tech, Tech Virginia the guy Tech. missed the. They they should have lost twice. So I have heard a, a, around that uh, there has been some deflation in interest of the Final Four because Zion got knocked out because but the hype is gone. The hype is the gone. Hype is but gone. <laughs> no, I think what? it's so exciting. I think, I think it's gonna be uh, yeah. great it's, games and. Yeah, absolutely. Like, but before you get into the final four, you think Zion is coming back because he no, lost? Like, no. there were there were some rumors out there coming about that. Back? Why would I mean? I don't know why. Th- there were some rumors like about that he's thinking about coming back. Coming for to pick his year. shit up and leave. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but, of course, the, he's he's read, the highest touted guy read. since like. There was there was talk out there earlier I mean, in the I've week that is his shoe contract were, might be worth a hundred mil. Yeah, I mean, it'd be um, kind of dumb for him to pass up. Like, obviously, we're like, yeah. I mean, that would be the dumbest shit of all time. It would be. Yes, I agree. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, if he wants to come back. No, let's just stop talking about this. It's not even a thing. It's not even a thing. It's not even a thing. I literally heard the the associate head coach of Duke was on Waddle and Sylvie today. Oh, yeah. The guy from um, John Shire from from our right here. Yeah. John Shire from uh, Chicagoland here is the associate head coach for Duke. And uh, Waddle and Sylvie actually joking, hearing about that news, like, congratulations on getting Zion to stay another year. He's like, yeah, okay. Uh, He's like, if he if he stayed, I'd tell him to leave. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is probably the height of his popularity right now, like, yep. and everything. So there's no reason for him to go back. No, the, I the agree. Only, the only reason he played in college at all is because he had to play right. one yeah. year. Uh, but what about the Final Four, though? Like, let's get into that. Like, Final Four. Who's uh, who's the most? Who do you who do you like the most, and uh, who was your biggest surprise to make it? I'd say uh, Texas Tech. I think it's the biggest surprise for well, actually Auburn. Actually. Auburn, for Auburn me. more than, but oh yeah, Auburn. I think Texas Tech because like they're an underrated team right there. Chris Beard is a good coach. AP Coach of the Year actually he just got announced yeah. today. They were a three seed though, right? Uh, they're a three seed. Yeah. What Aub- was Auburn? Auburn is a five seed. Five seed. Yeah. Looking strong. The thing with Auburn is like they ended the. They ended like the season strong. They won the SEC tournament, beating Kentucky, I think, in the SEC final tournament final. So like you know they had like they a little beat Kentucky again. Yeah, Dude, they they handled. I mean the score doesn't really show it, but uh, uh, oh, yeah, Auburn only handled six point score. Kentucky in yeah. that last game. I mean they handled North Carolina, number one seed, ninety seven eighty. Jeez, yeah. yeah. They beat Kansas. That, that's a solid teams like they've been you know like a long. You way. know who's pumped for that? Yeah. Charles Barkley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this dude's going nuts. He's got tigers and orange <laughs> shit all over yeah. the place. Sorry, so, correction. They beat Tennessee for the SEC final, and Tennessee's a solid team. They no, beat not. up on them. I, w- in the beginning of this, I said Tennessee was going to go out early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, uh, I'd say with that, Michigan State's probably the least surprising person to be in the Final Four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they won the Big Ten. They won the Big Ten tournament. They're always. They, they shouldn't have been the third I'm seed. A Mich- though. I'm a Michigan State fan. Yeah. Uh, People always they were predicted sec- to go to the Final Four. Seed. Yeah. No, oh, second they were two seed. They were two seed, and they got screwed because they had to go against Duke. They had to go through Duke. That's it. Two seed. Because Michigan was a three seed and didn't have to go through Duke. Right, exactly. But everybody, every year, you're like, Michigan State has a chance to go to the Final Four. Every year, you'll say that just because, like, Izzo is a solid coach, is a solid team every year. Like, you know, I like Michigan State. I'm rooting for them to win. 
All right, uh, Michigan State over Texas Tech. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of like pulling for the underdogs in both these games. I like, I want, to, I want to see something different than the Blue Bloods, like Texas Tech and Auburn, like not, not, fo- not, fo- not basketball schools. I, you know, like, like, I like basketball schools. Yes, I know. I said that's a thing, but you know, whatever. <laughs> like, I like Big Ten teams. Yeah, I like Izzo. Let's go, Michigan State. All right, I, I want to see a good game. So, like last weekend, you know. So, I yeah. mean, either way, I think they'll be good games. Yeah, I, do I think. think. I think they'll both. I mean, we haven't been really disappointed in the games in general with the season with the March Madness, yeah. but uh, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting. I'm toss up, Michigan State, Texas Tech. I like kind of both of those schools. I want. Yeah, I, I mean, your Michigan your brother State, used to teach at Texas Tech. So, I yeah. assume Michigan State just because of their season. Yeah, it's, it's going to the finals, maybe even winning it, but. Uh, well, let's, I mean, like, let's uh, let, let's make our picks. Okay, first I'll do just straight up, and then I'll do against a all right against line. But like, I actually like Texas Tech to win that game. I think like Chris Beard has like a is really like underrated coach. Uh, he's a solid team there, good defensive team right there. So I have Texas Tech and Virginia going to the final, in a, and then the final like a low scoring effort, but Texas Tech winning it all. Ooh. What are they, the Raiders? What is uh, Texas Tech? Texas Tech, Tech, Red Raiders. Red Raiders. Red Raiders. Raiders. Red Raiders. Yeah. Red Raiders. Uh, if I had to go against uh, the line, obviously, like, I think, obviously, I have Texas Tech winning it all. They're two and a half point, like, uh, underdogs. So, like, I'll take them to win and cover it right there. Uh, I think, like, Auburn will keep it close. I think, like, I'll pick Auburn with the plus five and a half. All right. So, just so you guys all know out there, the lines are. Uh, it's Michigan State versus Texas Tech. Michigan State is minus two and a half. Yep. It's Auburn, obviously, versus Virginia, and Virginia is minus five and a half. That's correct. Uh, for me, Auburn is free money. Auburn plus five and a half points. I'll yeah. take that all day, yeah. and I'm going to take the Spartans to roll. Spartans wow. minus two and a half. Okay. You think that'll be a blowout right there? No, not a blowout, but like think, more than two think, and a half. I don't think either one of these will be a, a blowout. But more than a two and a half, though. But I think they could win yeah. by three. I mean, Three is three. I feel like is not that. So what are you big. going with, Quasi? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Michigan State to to beat Texas Tech. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Auburn to beat Virginia, and then Michigan State Auburn. I'm going Michigan State. In terms of the spread, I think Michigan State can cover two and a half. Yeah. That's a three. Okay. It's a couple couple fouls at the end. That's not big. I mean, if I'm picking Auburn to beat Virginia, then I'm, I'm yeah. picking them to beat, uh, beat the five and a half. So. Here you go. So you know what we all have to bet on since we all picked Auburn, right? That means Virginia's going to cover. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of that, our guy HVAC is not here. So his yeah. picks are Texas Tech plus two and a half. He actually took Virginia at minus five and a half. Ah, so well. he, he's the only one on the, in the group that took Virginia. Minus it'll, be, five and it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting either way. No, nah, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to like you know like watching it this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But a good good tournament time and, uh, you know, a lot of exciting stuff going on. Hopefully there's some more buzzer beaters and some crazy stuff that will happen as well. Yep. Okay, cool. Let's take a quick break. Hey, PTM listeners. Have you ever been at a bar arguing over sports with your buddy? Well, you know what? Now's your chance. Bring your case to PTM Sports Court, and we will put the loser on a podcast blast. Hashtag your argument at PTM Sports Court. We're back. All right, we're back. Uh, our guy, like I said, HVAC is like uh, called in sick today. Uh, but boo, boo. But uh, it's all right. We'll keep our HVAC's hot topics for uh, hot topics. Hot topics. <laughs> we'll keep our HVAC's hot topics. Uh, what do you think he's got? 
laryngitis. Measles. I yeah. heard measles. Measles. <laughs> measles. Measles are making an outbreak. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, I hope you feel better. You got measles. Don't come by around here. Until you get those vaccines, <laughs> you man. Take, do what you got to do. Don't bring those measles around here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, continue with the hot topics. First hot, topic hot number one. Hot topic number one. Uh, big news <laughs> around here. Chicago Bears traded Jordan Howard to the Philadelphia Eagles for a six-round pick. I mean, what the fuck? What the fuck we is could, right? We could have got a second or third round pick last season. No, I think I'm more upset about honestly about it's like them trading into the Eagles. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I care less about the Eagles trade as much as I care about the draft pick. Like it seemed right. low. It seemed low to me. It's, it's, it's extremely low. <laughs> it's extremely low considering that like last year, if you knew that you didn't value him in our system and you could have got literally essentially twice as much by. Change to a shitty team in the AFC, man. Why are you turning him to the competitor in the NFC, you know? And he's good. I and mean, he's I good. Don't know, and, and, I don't know if Philadelphia and, 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 is going to be good anymore. He's going to be good. Well, no, he'll be good. He'll be good. And I think, but I, I wonder if their team is. Because, like, they trade away Nick Foles. Is that why? They got rid of, they got rid of Bennett on D. <laughs> you like, know what they they're, call they're, him in Philly? Big Dick Nick. Big Dick Nick, yes. Got rid of Big Dick Nick. Now they got got Limp Dick Wentz. (laughs) Wentz is still good. I mean, he's been injury prone. I mean, Wentz is good. I mean, he might be injury prone. He might be injury prone, so that could be a concern. Yeah, and and obviously I'm set up with a six-round pick, too. You know, like That's the problem. They just gave him away for nothing, essentially. Yeah. A six-round pick, like... And then now we have uh, Tariq Cohen's good, right? But you can't run Tariq Cohen every play. He'll get destroyed. He's too small. And then we got... This uh, that dude uh, Mike Davis from yeah, Seattle. Seattle, yep. I mean, so we got Seattle's freaking practice player. This guy's I not mean, good. Well, I don't know. I mean, he I might be. He might be good. Here's but the thing, though. We're, I, we're, so we're just gonna assume we, they literally are so confident in drafting running backs that they're like, we'll get another Jordan Howard in the third round. You know what? They. I mean, it, I would good. be. I would be that confident, right? Because they haven't been bad whenever drafting. The one thing we've been able to get are running backs. So maybe even the dude from Seattle, you know, was useless in Seattle, but he'll come here and in our system he'll be good enough to, you know, help Tariq Cohen in the back. So it's I don't mind that as much as I just figured we could we could have gotten like a third round or or something a little bit more I substantial, just, but they, we know for a fact that we could have got a third round yeah earlier and we waited it out and got us like sixth round is Nothing. I mean that I seems, know, that's that something. seems yeah. non. That's, that's, that's a practice player. At that Second point. or third round, man. I think that's what we need. But yeah, um, yeah uh, I'm, I, you know, we're upset. Uh, I was upset like all, all, all around. You know, like trading him to the Eagles and sixth round pick. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was it was an ideal situation. Yeah. Um, our uh, second hot topic. Hot topic is, number two. Uh, uh, we got a you sent a you sent out a Bleacher Report article earlier about. Juicy story between Aaron Rodgers and uh, Mike McCarthy. Why don't you elaborate for so us? So apparently, there's a, a very good article out there, and you know, off Bleacher Report. Uh, if you guys haven't read it, um, uh, detailing the relationship between Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy over the years. No one knew it was as bad as it was. I did uh, not realize it, that. It really yeah. paints a good picture of what it was like behind the scenes. And wow. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, as you can imagine, is a gigantic crybaby who holds a grudge. <laughs> and he went to Mike, Cal. And Mike you're, you're McCarthy, school right there. Yeah, wine country. That's wine. what that is. <laughs> wine with an H, buddy. Um, but uh, basically what happened is Aaron Rodgers from day one hated Mike McCarthy because he blamed him for his bad draft day. Uh, Mike McCarthy was the coach, was a coach at the San Francisco 49ers 
who uh, basically convinced them not to draft Aaron Rodgers and to pick Alex Smith, which we all know then Aaron Rodgers waited a long time to get drafted and got super bitter about it. So then when he came to Green Bay and Mike McCarthy was the coach, he literally held a grudge for that whole time. Also on the Mike McCarthy side, uh, Aaron Rodgers said, and I do believe him with this, that he's got the lowest football IQ out of anyone he's ever talked to in the NFL. He said his plays are simple, his plays are stupid, and they got into constant arguments because uh, Aaron Rodgers would just audible all Mike McCarthy's plays. He, he, he blames them for not miss, making the playoffs multiple times, and basically Aaron Rodgers blamed all their unsuccessful stories on uh, Mike McCarthy's incompetence. I mean, he called him a fat buffoon. A lot of people, like ex-players, have said negative stuff about Aaron Rodgers. So I can't say I'm surprised. It, it I don't know. I feel like if you're a head coach in the NFL, like you get there because you know what you're doing, right? Like obviously he made his way to that. So was it was it really was he a bad coach or was it just Aaron Rodgers' chip on his shoulder? I mean, Aaron, I don't know. Like, but Aaron, Aaron Rod- it sounds like he has a big chip on his shoulder. He does have a big chip on his shoulder. <laughs> I but mean, I, I will tell you that I have heard from multiple. Obviously, I'm a Bears fan, not a Packers fan, but I've heard from multiple Packers fans that for years they've been upset and and done with Mike McCarthy. And the the picture that Aaron Rodgers, and while he's a whiner, the picture that he's painting is that Mike McCarthy is one of the stupidest people ever to coach football. I, he, and he has made a lot of boneheaded decisions. Yeah. Like, you know, kicking a, a field goal at a critical point in the game right. when you're at, like, the one-yard line with Aaron Rodgers. Right. Like, why would you ever do that? Uh, and, I mean, I just – so that it's is, so, is, is a Super Bowl win? Are they considering that luck? Or are they considering that that was Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers just willing so, it over. Uh, so is Mike McCarthy like the Joe Madden of uh, NFL coaches? Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Ozzy <laughs> So I was watching. Uh, I was watching ESPN today, and they were talking about how the uh, when they got uh, Mike Lafleur. Or whoever yeah, the yeah, yeah, Matt Lafleur, Matt Lafleur, that the general manager just told Aaron Rodgers like he didn't even consult with Aaron. Rodgers. He was like, "This is your coach, and that's it." Like, there's no think, way the general manager didn't consult with Aaron Rodgers. I, yeah, that's right. What that's what they were saying. Yeah, right. That's so they're just they gonna saying. give him the same situation. No, no. So they, here's here's my question though, they, right? Because the, the GM, if the, if the, the G- problem is the coach, and you replace the coach, that's it. There's no problem then. So. Yeah, you're gonna have to get a coach that yeah, but you coach like yeah, he's no, got to work agree. with the head with yeah. the quarterback. Yeah. So my I question mean, is though, is that I mean McCarthy was there for a long time, and if they had this hatred to where they like could barely even be in the room together when there were supposed to be meetings between the head coach and the quarterback, right. and apparently this is a true story, uh, Mike McCarthy would ditch their meetings and instead of having a meeting with Aaron Rodgers, would go upstairs and get a massage. Right. <laughs> they they literally say this in the article. I mean, I'm surprised but it went my, that long. My, my if it went that long. Yeah. My question is, is that to obviously to blame on the GM, right? Because that's who in charge right. of, uh, you know, firing and hiring a coach. And let's just put it this way. Would it have better if they uh, had an actual owner instead of being owned by a bunch of Packers fans who actually have no say in anything? Maybe a real owner would have stepped in and been like, that's enough and fired. I am, su- I am surprised. I mean, that's a lot on the GM then. Like, I don't know what the GM's doing. If you it, like, here's the thing. You I mean, have, it's all on the GM have, then, because there's no one above him. Right, you could have relationships that are bad, but like, you gotta you gotta find the salt. Like, either you gotta get them to come together, or you know, 
clearly you get rid of the head coach because Aaron Rodgers is is the better of the two. But I yeah, I was I was surprised by it, and I, I think we can all agree that uh, look it's it up. Pretty bad situation. Find the article. There's a lot more uh, interesting stuff in there as well. All right, our uh, third hot topic is like. Uh, the new football league has already been folding. Uh, it's already folded. AAF. Uh, like, I know, like a couple weeks ago, like when it first started, people were talking about like it being the next big thing, being popular. You know, like you know, whatnot. Like, uh, not not being restrictive like NFL with like hits and all that kind of stuff, excitement. Uh, but you know, clearly it didn't hold up. So thoughts on that? I mean, well, actually, before we even give our thoughts, yeah, let me ask you both a question. How many games were played so far in the AAF? I say four weeks, I think. <laughs> I'm going to say five games. I think Steve Steve Spurrier, right? Yeah, Steve yeah. Spurrier was a good. I believe he was the head coach. I believe his team was seven and zero. Oh, wow, seven weeks. So seven, seven and zero oh or seven and one. Okay, so eight I mean, weeks. Yeah, eight. Seven to eight weeks have been played. I didn't even know this league had started. No, I knew yeah, about I it. I knew about, about it. it. Like, yeah, do they, do everybody sh- knew about is it. Is there a game on like ESPN four? No, like, I think no, no. I think they're playing on like Fox or yeah, they Fox Sports or the CBS Sports Network or something like that. Yeah, like they were on a TV. cable, a cable network. Yeah, they're on. They're on oh, TV. Uh, okay, are they? Because like, no, I you go into a sports play. bar if there's nothing else on. Yeah. AAF game. Honestly, on. like the first two weeks. No, but when they, do they play? Like they play on Saturday nights. I think Saturday nights. I think it was Saturday nights. I honestly don't know, but like the only reason I know is like because their their quarterbacks have gotten hit and like you know rocked, rocked, yeah, big time rocked. Then they give them the smelling salts and they get back out. Yeah, and like uh, they're talking about how NFL is like a weak league because like they don't allow these hits. But like here's here's what I'll say about the AAF, why it was stupid from the get go, right? Is that like it is ran by that dude Charlie Casserly, right, and Bill Polian, uh, who are two like ex NFL GMs. Right. So they they got the credentials, and they got Jerry Jones to buy in, and so and like one or two other people to buy in. But I mean, their whole uh, game plan was that they were going to pool uh, players, like practice players, uh, basically from the NFL. So yeah, that's and what- and it's like, but like the NFL is not in the business of giving you their players. The other thing is, football's not like basketball. You can't just go play two seasons Yo, of football know, no, in one not, season. No. It's, gonna, it's just it's stupid. It's a physical game. Like You it's need to like off-season to like, just train. Basically, what happened is that the NFL, the rest of the teams were like, absolutely not, you cannot have our players. You can absolutely not have our players to go play in your stupid-ass AAF league. So was it just like, were they on loan? Because that's, that's what I had heard. Like That broke down. the NFL, like Their agreement with the NFL Players Association or whatever broke down and it seemed like they wanted you know practice players or rookies or somebody so they wanted a bunch of fringe players but you know like if they're practice players that the nfl team needs they're not going to loan them to them gotcha and then the other thing is that once that broke down and the other thing is so like once that broke down everybody else saw it as a failure and gave them no money so they ran out i mean it is irresponsible of them to run out of money that they (laughs) burn they burned so many people there's dudes with medical bills because they're injured that they can't get paid yeah. now. Oh, hotel yeah. bills. They, like, there's man, hotel like, bills, yeah. and they had to get their own. The players, these are players, had to get their own flights home. Yeah. I mean, that is that is worse. Like, that that they, kind they, of really These guys are not – they're fringe players, right? They're not NFL players. These right. guys are giving up their bodies to make a living, and these dudes left them high and dry. I was a little surprised with oh. how, how, it, how it folded. Like, it right? didn't even – you know, like – I mean, with the USAFL or whatever, 
Well, I mean, or even at the XFL, like they kind well, of played what? out a season. Speaking and of the XFL, they're coming back next year. XFL right? yeah. is coming back next year, except they have real financial banking because Vince McMahon is pulling out like a shit ton of money from the WWE to fund I the mean, XFL, and he they burns they through, they, he they burns will cash like guess what? Business. But they won't run out of money. No, they won't run out of money. I have no. I really what the AF should have done is like. See if they could have held on long enough and then just merged with the XFL. Been like, can we work well, out mean, some agreement and kind of like... Their whole plan was to, to create like a farm system from the NFL, mm. which the NFL hadn't really agreed to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, their best bet would have been to be like an alternate for kids who don't want to go to college. I'm not, I'm not surprised it didn't but, last, honestly. Yeah. Like, not, not, it's kind of hard to like uh, compete against the NFL. Like anyone, but but it was I gonna, but it's the, the the deal was it wasn't really supposed no, I know. to compete. It yeah, was, it was like a farm system, off, off, season, off season, yeah, off season team. Maybe like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, I, yeah. people don't care. So, uh, but anyway, like, I mean, that's right. a monopoly. They folded. That's my, yeah, they folded quick. They folded yeah. fast. Yeah, I uh, thought they'd get through a season. I I, after the first two weeks, I'm like maybe it'll last, but like I'm, I was kind of surprised like they folded. But yeah, yeah, I you would think they'd have so, enough money. based on the first two weeks. I thought it, you would I was, think they'd have enough money for the first season. Like yeah. you'd think they'd right. have to yeah to to set that up right. like with wherever like, the what, stadium or what, whoever. what I knew exactly, wasn't like, going like, to sustain what, what, like, was like uh, the the players like having free reign and quarterback hits and all these like exciting dude, plays. These like, quote unquote exciting plays. These dudes were getting rocked. <laughs> rocked I know, rocked. but it's not going to sustain though. Like that's why yeah. like NFL is like so. Well, cutting yeah, the back. other thing though that the XFL I guess is going to do differently is that a they have actual financial backing yeah. like real right, financial which, backing I mean, sure. and they said they're going to focus on uh they're not going to go for like uh super, like highlights of superstars of ex uh like Steve Spurrier type guys yeah. Trent Richardson or like right. like ex players right, right. and big names they're going to focus more on on playing real better football and just making it like a second league to watch on the off season rather than all the flash that, that's and probably a better idea yeah exactly like kind of like what the CFL does basically right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all those Steve Spurrier said he's open to coaching in the XFL. Uh, he also asked for the AF. AAF. Steve Spurrier hasn't done jack shit since he <laughs> left Florida Gators, man. He like, also asked for the has uh, been for the uh, the title of AAF champion because they had the best record. He did. He, he wanted did. the champion yeah. title. And one yeah. last funny thing: you remember they uh, wa- they made an offer to Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick wanted twenty million. They can't even pay these guys two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, I was gonna pay. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so our last hot topic was going to be MLB opening week, but uh, I have one more audible like after the break. Okay. All right. As I mentioned before the break, I have an audible and I have like a new I'm hot topic. Excited. Oh, yeah, I'm you on are, the edge of my seat waiting <laughs> right. for this audible. We have a new hot topic and uh, and the oh, hot Omaha. To- Omaha. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the hot topic. We're actually gonna bring back a segment that we haven't done in a while. The PTM Sports Court. 
Oh. <laughs> oh, we actually have a sports court? <laughs> so we have a sports court. And right. Nucci, Nucci, you're like the judge, all right? I'm the judge? Nucci right. the judge. Nucci the judge. I'm the judge, so, and so you two are going to be the lawyers? Yep. So, uh, yeah. so who's got who's got the issue? So, like, uh, both of us have an issue. Like, we, we were discussing it last night. Yeah, but... So, uh, they had the... On the screen, they had, like, the top three quarterbacks, and one of the quarterbacks... It's like a, a guy out of Duke. I forget his name. Oh. David, uh, David something. Daniel Jones out of Duke. The top three college quarterbacks. College quarterbacks. It's like uh, the, the Oklahoma draft. dude for the next for this for, next the, for year? the Oklahoma dude, the Duke dude, Daniel Jones, and uh, and like uh, a Missouri guy. The Missouri guy. Yes. Uh, uh, so Quasi then decides to say, "I'm tired of." Football players from basketball schools being like top picks, and he proceeded Basically shots at Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. He said like football players, like not just quarterbacks, football players from uh, basketball schools. I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter where you're from. Like, if you're a good football player, it doesn't matter what the fuck school you go to. So what's your yeah. My beef is like it doesn't matter what school you go so, to. Yeah. Like, what? Where is so, 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 wait, so make, they, you're saying is Daniel make, Jones? If, so I'm. A, I'm if we're I'm, doing I'm, sports court, right. you yeah. got to give a, a I, statement. Make, a make, make your case. My case is like my case is like there's been a lot of football players, good football players coming out of basketball schools. Like Mr. Trubisky, you can't like you, you can't write off Mr. Trubisky yet, but Julius Peppers is a good example right there. Where's he from? He's from North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Um, potential Hall of Famer right there. Can you name any more? Uh, I have to think of some more, but like, yes, I can name some more. So your two are Mitchell Trubisky and Julius Pepper. Julius Pepper, born in North Carolina, but uh, I'm sure there are some more. But I'm saying it doesn't matter what school you go to because, like, you have a lot. Like, uh, Tariq Cohen went to like a non-football school. He went to like a like a small college. Walter Payton, Jerry Rice, all went to see me there. Is your point just non-football schools or basketball schools? Oh. Uh, I think Quality's point was like basketball schools, but like I think was was your point like basketball schools or? I'm, not I'm waiting for my rebuttal. I'm right, giving you right, the floor. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving Dude, you the floor. This is, this is your floor. This, <laughs> is, this is your. Okay, I, I think he was just saying like just you had to get people from football schools, and I'm like you know those small schools are not necessarily football schools either. All right, so so far, I understand your argument. Yeah. All right, now. Uh, Go so, ahead with your rebuttal, okay. Quasi. So my point was that and he, there's like, a reason they're called. Hey, it's yeah. my time now. Right. There's a reason it's called a football school. There's a reason it's called a basketball school. We understand that. Yes, there are anomalies at these schools that are, you know. So let's be clear about the argument. The let's just be Jordan clear Howard is my other example. Okay. Sorry, Jordan Howard is from Indiana. Okay. okay. So the argument is not just any other school that are not just deemed football yes, schools, I, but it's, it's actually deemed like a, basketball a basketball school. school. I feel okay. Duke, schools like Duke, uh, UNC, those are specific basketball schools. Like, if you look at um, Texas Tech, right, they're, to me, they could be either, a ba like, they're not a basketball school, but they, to me, are more of a football school. So even that kid being, like, highly touted as a basketball player, I'd be like, mm, if I'm going someone from Texas Tech, I'm usually getting a football player. So that's my point, is, like, I was sick of, like, Mitch Trubisky, we didn't know about, and then all of a sudden he went to the combine, and we're like, this dude who's played 13 games at a basketball school is amazing and should be drafted higher than quarterbacks who went to, I believe Patrick Mahomes went to Texas Tech, which is known for its aerial assault in football and has known been known that for a while, and uh, Deshaun Watson, who went to Auburn, who Clemson. was in... What? Clemson. Clemson. Sorry, he went to Clemson, was in what? Two two national championships? Right? Like even yeah. if you look at 
let's say Cam Newton. Cam Newton went to Auburn, and we weren't surprised at how high he was drafted, but we just talked about how surprised we are to see Auburn in the March Madness Final Four. Calvin so, Johnson went to Georgia Tech, which is a basketball school historically, and he's a good wide receiver. And and I said at the beginning, there are exceptions to the rule, well, right? There's exceptions to the rule, but... But you're just making it out to seem like, <laughs> hey, like Mr. So, Trubisky. To be clear, no, no. to be I'm clear. Saying it's Mr. Trubisky was your example. Hey, hey. And now it's another he's, dude this from... This is his rebuttal time. And now it's another dude that's, from Duke. That's that because you never know. heard... You haven't heard of him, but like football <laughs> guys know about him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so basically, to be clear... The judgment that I have to give, basically, is whether or not it is worth it to use a high draft pick on a guy from a non-football school. No, from a basketball basketball school. Yes, non-football basketball. Non-football basketball school versus your high draft pick on uh, traditional football school. Like yeah, Yeah. so like Alabama, Oklahoma, like those kind of guys. Now, to Praz's point, yeah, Blake Griffin went to Oklahoma. I would consider Oklahoma a football school, but obviously he's a good basketball player. Like I said, you can have exceptions to the rule. It's not a it's not a clear cut. It's just more of a. All right. You know. I've heard both your arguments. Uh, digits at first you started off very shaky. You I had, did. Yes. You had a good ar- you had a good argument, but you brought up only Mitchell Trubisky <laughs> and, and Julius Peppers. Yeah, but I mean, I have other and then like- you slowly trickled in with your internet phone and brought in <laughs> brought in uh, Calvin Johnson and Jordan Howard. Uh, Jordan Howard. I, I talked I talked to him about Jordan okay, Howard. Yeah, yesterday. About yeah. Jordan Howard. Yeah. So so those are your four examples as to where Quasi brought in uh, Clemson, Auburn, Cam Newton. Uh, but that's not the thing, though. That's the thing is, like, if you're a good football player, it doesn't matter where you go. If if Kevin Newton went sir, to, sir, Kevin <laughs> <laughs> Newton went to North this Carolina. This is judgment time. I will hold you in contempt <laughs> if you do not sit back down in your seat. I will make my ruling. I am fair. Should, I've listened to t- both. Should we take? I've a, listened yeah. to both your points. Would you like points. a break and then come back no, with your ruling? I, no, I, I, have break. Ruling. I have my ruling. I have my ruling, and basically. I heard both your points. You brought up your little, your stars here, your few stars here. You brought up your points of the powerhouse schools. Um, but basically what it comes down to is you brought up uh, a school like Clemson. You brought up a school like North Carolina. In the same draft, the Chicago Bears had the opportunity to draft a Deshaun Watson or a Mitchell Trubisky or actually further down the line, obviously. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. The verdict is out. We definitely should have got Deshaun Watson or Patrick well, Mahomes. Well, wait, you're basing and on my... You are <laughs> sent to jail for 30 days community service as well. You are incorrect digits. You draft high draft picks from football programs like Clemson and other Auburn, Texas Tech, other, you know... SEC schools where football is big, and that's where you draft stars. You know what? You want to trade up to draft Mitchell Trubisky? I hope he turns out to be a really good pick, but I would have been fine with Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes. And you know what? No, you don't. You don't trade. You don't trade up to draft a football player from UNC. Court is adjourned. I disagree, but okay. All right, sir. We, we'll, we'll take another <laughs> break and then we'll go back to our last uh, hot topic. Too many bears.
Bears. A lot of All right, coming back to hot topic number five. Hot after, topic number five. After, uh, clearly, I won the argument, but uh, oh, we'll, oh, <laughs> we'll go to we we'll sports court. Digits is a little our sour. first sports court. I have our a little first <laughs> sports court loser with is it, digits. He's it, been it, it's been That is now in the record books. It's, been, it's, been, record. it's under appeals right now. He, it's under appeals. He's going to come back for another go. He, to be honest, to our listeners, he was furious. I was furious uh, <laughs> over yeah. the past ten minutes off air. <laughs> has been going insane <laughs> arguing his point i was like this is why we have sports court Our it, it was a, i i it do I, I will i will the argument was settled i will admit i admit, I admit settled, poor, I, it was a poor, poor uh, it was poor like argument i brought it up Our last argument. minute you can go back. Up last minute. I will make an appeal. Go, I'll bring it back. Go back, regroup, make an appeal. I will bring it back. I know, I know he's making an appeal. I I just want to say uh the state I, is going to prosecute the, I think to the, the appeal, I think the appeal should uh should be thrown out because <laughs> Um, it was an audible on us, on both uh, Nucci and myself. Nucci, you know, had the benefit of the doubt. He just had to be the judge and listen. I was audible. No chance to prepare my statement. First of all, you had, had like had all that last night to argue right. about it. I just you had did, to go you did, him. You had all last I night. Let him. This man had did he have 24 ample, hours. Am, did he have ample time to cross-examine the evidence? Like audible. Yeah. Like I mean, I brought it up last minute. I thought about it last minute, too. I'm like, maybe we should bring it. Anyways, <laughs> hot topic number five. Yeah, topic MLB number opening five. It's MLB opening week. Woo! The Cubs gotta, fans I'm are excited. a little bit. I'm excited. I, I don't know about Cubs fans. Like, why don't we get into the Cubs first? Oh yeah! Oh, oh, you guys are just. Oh, let's just. We're not, waiting for this. Not hold back. Let's dive, <laughs> let's right dive back in. in. Yeah, let's dive in. Yeah. Terrible the Cubs. I mean, like, right I, mean, I mean, like, White Sox are not exciting. So, so let's get into are, the Cubs. We're an exciting talking, team right here. Right? Already talking you about. You have expectations. The yeah. rest of us don't. So. Let me know when you guys are done. Okay. We're done. <laughs> All right. We do have expectations. Our expectations are to make the playoffs and potentially win a World Series. We did not make a lot of off-season moves, and we said that we have the talent to move forward with the guys that we have. So far, pressure or whatever it is has gotten to us, and we look like absolute shit. I'll be the first one to tell you, I mean, I'm not panicking. It's obviously the first week of the season, so people that panic, you know, get a life. I mean, there's a lot of games to be played still, but, I mean, there's a lot of shit that needs to be corrected. Uh, You, Darvish got shelled again tonight he is complete garbage um i've seen us and just in general our bullpen is terrible i mean i saw us the other day lose uh, i think it was atlanta we were tied going in the ninth inning like eight to eight like if you score eight runs it was uh saturday yeah after the after the virginia yeah you're tied eight to eight and then it was like 10 to 10 at one point you're scoring 10 fucking runs you need to win that game i mean our bullpen is terrible uh you know, our fielding, there was one game where we had, like, a record amount of errors. Uh, there's just, like, a whole, not a whole lot of good things going on, uh, especially, you know, starting pitching has been all right other than you, Darvish. Bullpen is terrible. And, uh, you know, other other guys, I mean, Jason Hayward. Jason Hayward has hit into something like five double plays in the past five games. It's absurd. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're a great fielder. That's great. You're a great leader. But I right. mean, come on, dude. So, what what do they need to do? like? I let's say dream scenario. If if you were the general manager right we now, we should have made moves to get some relief pitching. So they did it. 
so what is the what do you think their next step is like do you think in a month they could write the ship do you think they need to start making not a big move but at least a move to maybe somehow share up their bullpen like maybe trade a prospect or or somebody that is expendable so that you can get you know we, some we, bullpen we de- help we definitely like, need, we definitely need to do something um we gotta you know like is it wait and see or is it like I mean hey, right, do at, at, at this point at this point it, it's it's wait and see like okay. we can still correct the ship it is still the first week so it's not full on panic time but mm-hmm. these guys need to lock down uh, and now they're putting more pressure on themselves because you know they're in a hole right. but it's I mean, one in five that's not a hole yeah one, it's it's not it's one it's in five it's one in five but you know what the Milwaukee Brewers are already six and one right so yeah. that's, that's and then we're gonna thing. go play so, the Brewers this weekend so now so, it's now it's what. Nine games essentially because you right. you gotta yeah it's so, like a long season. Here, here, here's, like here's the deal. People, here's the deal. People getting good hot. Here, here, here's like, what really matters. Start off if we decent. can if we can go into Milwaukee and win that series. Yeah, if you can every, everything it. everything's turned around, right? Everything's turned around. I think confidence goes really high up. Really high. Up. Obviously, bullpen needs some help and just all around, uh, just a. a Fielding abilities, bat, the bats need to heat up as well. I mean, just everything. They're playing like absolute shit. And I, you know, right now it looks like not making any real offseason moves has not benefited us at all. So do you th- do you think like here's the thing, right? Like they said they were in a good spot. They said they didn't need to make offseason. As a as an outsider, like did you feel that that was a good move? I'm just curious. Like, you know, sometimes I, no, that's I what, thought or I did, thought or were you kind of like. I mean, for a long no, I, no, I, I would have liked to see something other than absolutely nothing because, like, asking for a bullpen, I feel like we're banging our head against the wall, mm. right? Like, how many times you got to ask for a bullpen? We need right. a bullpen. We need a bullpen. We need a bullpen. We need a bullpen. We have a million fielders that other people would like, right? So why the fuck didn't we do it? Um, so I mean, that you know, that would be on Theo or, or upper management. Also. Joe Madden and his like chill, relaxed uh, way is starting to aggravate me a little bit, <laughs> uh, and the fact of him, like, my, uh, Mike McCarthy, you mean? him, uh, <laughs> you know, switching up the lineups all the time and moving right. people around all you over can, the place. You can listen like, to, you can go back in the archives. I've always said, in my opinion, that's been his 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 I weak mean, spot. You, you got just, you got to allow the guys that are playing to play. You got to play Elmora all the time. I mean, dude's a player. You got. I mean, you just got to pl- let the guys play. You just got to let them know them in the where rhythm. they're gonna hit too. Like it's a different thing if you're hitting with Chris Bryant behind you versus you're hitting with, you know, whoever Brent Zorbris behind you. So, um, I agree. Interesting. Now, uh, from the north side to the uh, south side, anything? Uh, um, I mean, we're not off to a great start either. We're off to like two and three, but we started. So m- better than, better one, than the Cubs. Mankata's off to a hot start, but he's, like he's the hat one of the hottest bats in the yeah AL. Yeah, I know. You know he is. Like you know, he's guy. off to like a hot start. Like I mean, who knows? I mean, it's early in the season. Like hot bats can cool right. off too. Exactly. Like, but, uh, we're gonna heat I mean, up. You guys we, are gonna we, cool we easily, off. We easily could have been one and four as well. You know, like uh, I'm surprised we beat. Uh, Corey Kluber, oh, Corey Kluber, yesterday, yeah, you know, you like guys we go, rocked him. Yeah, we, we we rocked him, but like you know, that's given people a little bit of confidence. But hey, I'm like hold, like hold your horses, you know. Like you know what though, that gives a player like that that kind of win gives the players confidence. It does, and then yeah. Maybe like they string something together. With it does, that. like. But I think if you look deep down though, like the White Sox are still making a lot of mental mistakes, like just like the Cubs, they're making a lot of errors. Like yeah, fielding is like younger. fielding fielding team. is terrible. Like that's what 
that's why like uh, Ricky Renteria needs to concentrate on like getting there. He'll just uh, fielding short up. He's like we're giving up a lot of free runs right there. Right. Like right. yeah, and like putting the starting pitchers in a hole and starting like putting another bullpen basically early on. Right. So like they, they gotta like shore up the defense and uh, you know like I don't know. We'll see. Like last year, what they win like sixty nine games. So they can get to mid seventies. I'll be happy. But I want to see guys like. Jimenez starting to hit again, and like Mankato, hopefully keep it up for a long term. Right, right. Like is guys H- like that. Jimenez starting? Huh? Jimenez is starting. Yep. And oh. uh, he actually got a couple of hits off. Like he got a hit off Corey Kluber yesterday. Like he actually a pretty good hit. So he's it. looking all right. Uh, he's looking decent right now. But he's swinging at some stuff, right? He's, he, yeah, he's, he's like the, he's swinging, yips, right? He's, he's swinging a little early. He is like he's uh, the first game I saw. Like he, I think he had three strikeouts and like. Swinging at all these pitches in the dirt, I think he's just trying too hard. Like once he relaxes and once the weather warms up, I'm sure he'll be fine. Or at least that's my hope right there. Nice. I think like the guy, like like you said, I know Mankata's off to a hot start. Like uh, I'm like I said, like we'll see if he keeps it up or not. Well, we'll see. I mean, yeah. you got Mankata, like we said, uh, Eloy is always going to be exciting to watch. So yeah. I mean, you know, I hate to say it, but there's like there's you know there's there's things to watch on the south side. There's yeah. players to watch for. The, Overall, you probably won't be that good, but I, I'm tired of already. I'm yeah. already tired. I'm looking at the like some stats from the lines of tonight's game. Uh, the Braves, the Braves suck, right? The Atlanta they're Braves. They're up and no, they're actually they're good. Yeah, they're up. And All right, well, Braves are actually good. They I mean, they just they just walloped though. us again. They just beat us tonight, nine to four. Uh, their pitcher, this guy's name Fried, Freed. Uh, this guy got zero earned runs over six innings pitched. And then you look at Darvish, on the other hand, gave up three earned runs over four innings pitched. Yeah. Darvish. He is. Darvish has just gone downhill, and I'm not sure why. Go back to wherever the fuck you came from, from Darvish. Texas. When he was with the Rangers, he was yeah. good. That's why they, they traded him to the Dodgers. And I feel like even with the Dodgers, he was decent. Um, before we finish baseball, Blue Jays, the... Uh, Surprisingly, have a better record than the Cubs and the uh, and the White Sox. You only need two wins. <laughs> sadly, sad. You know what, though? Here's the thing. I don't expect much out of the Blue Jays this season. You know, our biggest uh, bright spot might be the uh, the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. coming up and uh, possibly Bo Bichette coming up. So I, I feel like they got a good minor league system, and, you know, that might be exciting. I think what's bigger, what's a bigger surprise Right now, Boston, two and six, Yankees three and four. Like that's a surprise that they're both uh, they're both not doing well this season. Because I assumed, you know, looking at how it's gone last year, it was just going to be the Yankees and the Boston uh, division. But right now, Tampa Bay's five and two. So that about, for, that for that division is surprising. Well, how about Bryce Harper's right now? Looking like a good score for the Phillies. He's been uh, hitting a couple dingers out there yeah. in Philly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're on fire. But you know what, though? I saw a stat that Bryce Harper uh, in his career is statistically phenomenal in the beginning of the season and then cools way off towards oh, yeah. the end. I mean, Bryce, Har- yeah, Bryce Harper is very talented. Let's let's not like forget that. Playoff wise, I mean, come on. There was, there was. Uh, I want. I can't remember. Uh, maybe 2015 against the Cubs. They, they. He had a chance. I think there was maybe one guy on, two guys on. Uh, Cubs, Cubs were up, and Bryce Harper was up to bat with a chance to, you know, maybe hit a single or whatever against Washington. And what do you do? Struck out. Like that's what you want. You want Bryce Harper right. up and that scene. Well, that's what he does. He just he, Bryce he cools off it. in the yeah. playoffs. 
Let so, me ask, let me ask you this: Now that uh, the season's gotten started, we got to message the digits, the Sox fan over there. Now that you know the season's got started, you get you get obviously it's still very early, but you're getting mm-hmm. a little bit of a, a idea of what your team looks like. Come on, you're telling me you wouldn't have been kind of nice to see uh, Machado out there on the south side right now. Yeah, I think I'm over that though, honestly, right now. Like, uh, I bet you are. Yeah, I will say this. Any, I will say this. Not just the White Sox. Any team should be disappointed that they couldn't sign this guy. If you're signing a 13 year contract, but once the season started, though, like I'm yeah, like, you're signing a 13 year contract. But I'm you're just, on I'm any just, I'm just team. saying, like, like you, you got like the Blue Jays, you got a couple bright spots already. But it's not like Machado has been killing it early. Yeah. If he's, he's been not, killing he, it early, then you know, it would have been a different like that's answer. He's getting drunk on margaritas. Yeah, there. like if exactly. He was on the south side to be focused on baseball. <laughs> well, no, I mean like if he was off to a hot start, obviously like. I'd be a little more pissed that he wasn't like the White Sox didn't sign him, but yeah, he's, uh, he's just doing his thing. He's doing his thing. It's like he hasn't been like superstarish, uh, like like Bryce Harper has been so yeah. far. Cool. Let's uh, we'll come back with onions, raisins. You're listening to Pass the Mic. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books and with Nucci quasi digits. And we're back. Uh, let's wrap it up with little onions and raisins. Um, you know what? Since I'm talking, I'll go first. Uh, I'll start with my raisins. My raisins go to Manny Manchada. Uh, other day, he hit a pop-up. And who? who? Machado. 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 Money right. Machada? <laughs> Maybe raisins and Nucci. Um, well, wait, wait. Raisins is your pronunciation. <laughs> so... Um, Hits a pop-up, has no reason to toss his bat, tosses his bat right at the catcher's legs in almost a dick move to make the guy fall. Umpire immediately looks at him, says, catch catcher interference, throws him out of the game, throws the manager out of the game for arguing. I mean... Good thing the White Sox didn't sign him. Possibly, possibly this is Manny being Manny. You know, he's, he's, he's been known as a dirty player. No reason at all to throw your bat. And why do you drop it right next to the catcher's? Right. Like, why are you trying to almost intentionally? Sounds like it? a dick move. It was a, it was a dick move. The announcer called it bush league. He was like, this the is announcer bush league. called it bush league. <laughs> was it Bob Brantley that called it bush league? Uh, I believe it was Bob. Brantley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, first guess. <laughs> and my onions, uh, my onions go to Steph Curry, and it goes to Steph Curry because these are soft. Yeah, goes to Steph Curry because that dude was an amazing three point shooter. And now he wears contacts. What? I mean, just because he wears contacts, he's like because he was shooting. He was shooting that well without contacts, and now he has contacts. I play without contacts, sh- and I shoot really well, dude. I'm gonna tell you this. Just much imagine right now. how much better you'd be with contacts. Listen, I'd I be the sh- NBA. I am shocked he was shooting that well. Listen, onions dude. and raisins. Who, who? Who are you? You're the onions raisins police. No, you're the sports court judge, and I, that's where it begins and ends. First of all, I am, I am a sports court judge. I also invented the onions game, <laughs> so you're goddamn right. And you know what? Listen, you don't get the onions award a, for wearing contacts, no, dude. I'm giving you know what? I got too. better at my job after I wore contacts too. You don't see me going around giving myself the onions no, award. I'm saying he was that good, and then he realized, oh, I'm that good, and I can't see. 
He can see. Apparently, he couldn't see that. You act like this guy has like a blind stick walking around, like, <laughs> right, dude. I mean, he's not blind. Listen, he's wearing take contacts. Your, take your hate of Golden State out of the equation. No, you know what? I bet you they're not even prescription. I bet you they change his eye color. Probably. Yellow and blue contacts out of here, dude. Hate because I'm. I'm help. I'm giving onions to dude who. Because he put it. contacts in. That's yeah. why you gave him like. Because you act like he was like completely bipolar. Hey, hey, digits. What are his stats after he started wearing the contacts? I don't know. He's well, been for, for like one like, game. No, he's wearing for multiple. Games. <laughs> he's also shooting closer to fifty percent now that he started wearing the. There's contacts. not enough of like. For, uh, first of all, <laughs> I, gave, I gave Quasi the biggest hockey fan of us here an option to give. The Onions Award, which I was going to give to a guy that had a prosthetic to, leg. O- almost No, it's not my Onions Award. Uh, uh, I was going to oh, give it to you. I gave him the option to give it to a guy who had a heart attack, who almost made the NHL, came back, got a prosthetic leg, and was out there on a, a prosthetic leg with an ice skate at the bottom of his leg, skating around like th- 30 miles an hour. I thought that and you was, go with... This I dude lost was, his leg and I put a skate on it, and you go with... Stuff curry with contacts. I thought that was your <laughs> onions. That's why you said. But okay, I that was my bad. Be. I mean, that dude gets onions. That's amazing. But go ahead, Nooch, with your your onions raisins. I will. My onions award goes to the soon-to-be champions. <laughs> Michigan State <laughs> and Tom Izzo are about to win. The national championship. Tom Izzo deserves it, and I love Big Ten teams, so I'm giving it to Michigan State. Uh, gonna get a big win this Saturday. My Raisins Award goes to. Don't ever like to give it to a Cub, but you know what? Whoa, whoa, whoa! You Darvish, or as, or, as, this thing or as we know him, you garbage. I am <laughs> sick of watching this trash go out there, man. And you know what? He had to like, like, them for a lot of money. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> and you know what? He was like already last year talking about how he was mentally weak about how nobody likes me here. You're fucking right. We don't like you. Fucking grow up and throw some fucking strikes, you pussy. All right. That's it. <laughs> All right. My uh, onions go to Mike Trout, actually. Like, he could, he could have taken the fame and gone to the East Coast once his contract was up, teamed up with... Uh, Bryce Harper, but you know, like he just chose prop, to take four hundred thirty billion instead. I mean, what? Yeah, he did not not what? get paid. The, 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 the money helps. To be out there with the contacts, the man. money. The, the money helps. He could have well, yeah. taken the, he fade, but he, to the, the money helps, but he's uh, like but he took four hundred thirty million dollars. <laughs> he's instead. like he's loyal oh. to the. He's been loyal to the team that. I mean, I like. would give the onions to the Angels for knowing, for to, being smart enough to, to know, like, hey. Lock this guy up. Pay yeah, that but like he doesn't really pay that man say. his he's like, money. He's like he's not he's not guaranteed to go anywhere with the angels. Like angels, like they're still like a while away from like you know. You right. pay that yeah. man his money. I mean, props to him for like staying staying there too. Like a lot of people ripped on him for staying there, but I think like props to him. Yeah, boy, you can pay me that kind of money. I'll stay. There yeah, too. I'll, I'll sure. move to Los Angeles. <laughs> I'm sure like he would have. I'll actually co- live in Anaheim. I'm sure he would have gotten cooler <laughs> money from any team in the MLB. Honestly. Like pretty yeah. close to it. Okay. Uh, let's, let's go with your raisins. My uh, raisins goes to the, actually the AAF like for making their players like pay for hotels and healthcare. Absolutely. To, to not know. secure that money for a year. Yeah. To just, like, yeah, just, just like, leave them out there. A hotel player like I mean not hotel a uh, player like got a hotel bill for twenty five hundred dollars for a weekend like he's like 
Because like the team just like stuck it to them. They're like, oh, we're not. They used to left them with the hotel bill. Twenty five hundred dollars for a weekend. Like multiple players. Other dudes, multiple players. Other dudes are left with medical bills. They're left with plane tickets I, yeah. home. Like, come on. Yeah, I yeah. don't know how you don't. I don't know how you start a league and then like do this borderline criminal. No money. Like, how did they even start with like whoever started it should be prosecuted for this shit? Yeah, like how are the other Charlie Castellier and Bill Polian, right? I know they should be prosecuted for this. Like, I thought Bill Polian was a smarter guy than this. So, Bill Polian's a fat punch. I mean, he's clearly (laughs) greedy, right? He clearly took whatever off the top and then just knew, like, okay, if we fold, all these other people are going to be stuck with the money and I'm not going to be stuck with shit. All right, well, that's it. I agree. I want to ask you this, though. One last question before we end the show. Yeah. You gave Mike Trout the Onions Award <laughs> for taking $430 million to stay in Anaheim. Is there any city or any place in the United States <laughs> that you wouldn't live in for $430 million? Um, yeah, St. Louis. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I would still live in St. Louis. I would. Yes. I'm sorry. Dude, I'd buy St. Louis. <laughs> I'd live in a complex. Right. Like, I could buy a condo. What, what about and, you? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's just too much money. I don't I don't know a place I wouldn't live for that kind Which of Which city wouldn't you live in? Like, it, wait, but it's got to have a major sports franchise, or it's like any no, city? No, no, yeah, yeah. like any city. Oh, like any, any city. city? Like, let's say, like, you had to do a job. Like, because I'd literally do any job for that much money. I mean, I don't know if I'd live in, like, a small town. Like, I wouldn't live in, like... I would not... Joliet. Like, Gary, Indiana would be tough to live in. I mean, I would just own Gary. I will ge- move to Gary. <laughs> like, it would be tough. I will move to the worst neighborhood in Gary for $430 million tomorrow. Sports franchise, there's no place. But if I had to I would say with $430 around, or whatever it is, I can live anywhere you want. I mean, so Gary, like, yeah. I could just build a condo yeah. building and, you know, no, own but, five of the top floor and just... Stare out at nothing every mine, day. Mine would have to be like a small town in the south. Just sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah I could see. I could see that. You know, like I don't. I don't even know the. What names percentage of, these of the towns. days do I have to actually live in this town? Yeah, because you travel, you'd vacation. Yeah, I gotta leave there at least at least six months out of the year. Yeah. Yeah, that would be tough. Um, actually, I got one other quick question. Uh, you know, we don't have to discuss it. We can think about it. Do you think it's interesting that in baseball, like? The big markets, you know, like usually people are like, oh, let's go to the big market, you know, even, but now it's just like, let's go where the money is. I thought that was kind of interesting that like, you know, New York, like places like New York, LA, they're getting shunned for, you know, Philadelphia and San Diego because their players are just going for the money. Like they're going for the long-term 13-year contract rather than going to the, you know, I feel like when we were watching not even that long ago, you want to go to the big cities. You want to go to the L.A.s. You want to go to the New Yorks. You want to go to Chicago. We're the big media well, markets. Honestly, are. like yeah. I think but those are the only teams that were. It's because the, you don't need to live in a big city to be to have that media now. With all the way the the way that the media works right now, like you get signed by Nike and live in Oklahoma City and have right. like a stupid amount of money and commercials mm-hmm. and everything. Like you don't need to live in New York, L.A., or Chicago. Yeah, you know you can live in Portland, Utah. You right. can live wherever. 
Yeah, I think I think it's an interesting. Salt Lake City would suck. That that place would suck. <laughs> I think it's just an interesting. You live there for four hundred million. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I live in Buffalo. <laughs> oh, I live in Buffalo. Because <laughs> you lived in Buffalo. You already lived in Buffalo. You lived in Buffalo. A lot less. Two hundred million a year. Yeah. <laughs> you lived there for a lot less than that. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I I think it's a it's an interesting dynamic that we're seeing where it's no longer you don't need to go to the big cities. For the you know the sponsorships all that kind of crap you just go long term so uh thanks for listening to episode 65 of pass the mic don't forget you can follow us on twitter facebook instagram at ptm chicago and if you ever message us don't forget to hashtag fuck joe buck <laughs>